Hello, welcome to today's podcast. My name is Rosario Núñez. I am the Executive Director and Education Consultant at Bayside Projects Consulting Services. We are a firm based in Miami, Florida, and we uh, offer consulting services to United States higher education institutions such as vocational trade school colleges and universities. Today's podcast um, is dedicated to vocational school and trade schools accreditation. And uh, during this podcast, I'm going to be giving you the basics uh, for vocational trade school owners thinking on going to the going to the next level by getting their school accredited. So uh, many times we get uh, consultations or call or messages regarding someone um, wanting to uh, get their school accredited with the understanding that that's what is first required. And that's not the case. The first uh, permit an institution requires to operate, and it's the only truly one needed. It's a license by the state where the institution is located. So that's the first step. Uh, licensing is different than accreditation. A license is a state approval. Uh, you might want to think it as an opening a medical law. If you open up medical office, then you need a permit by uh, the Department of Health for your state, where the medical office is going to be located. Same scenario is with a school. A vocational trade school will need to first achieve a license or permit by the state uh, Department of Education for post-secondary private institutions. If you need assistance locating the uh, state office for your specific state, you might want to visit our website, basideprojects.com, and there go to education, and there's a page uh, that has the list dedicated to uh, state, you know, um, uh, list of state approval agencies for career schools and colleges. So you go to that page, there you have the list of the 50 United States, and there uh, you click on the links for your state, and it will take you directly to the page, the website for that office. And in many cases, you will have um, contact information, application process. Uh, each state has their own uh, process to it. So I strongly recommend that you check on that first. If you want to learn more about uh, the basics on opening and operating a school, uh, there's another podcast. Uh, so you might want to check it out. It's called Vocational and Trade School Journey. So we are then assuming if you are wanting to get your institution accredited that you have been uh, licensed. Usually accreditors require that you have been licensed for two years. Um, which accreditor you will want to choose? You will want to choose an accreditor that is approved by the Federal Department of Education. 
you need to be very careful about that because there are accreditors out there that are not approved by the Federal Department of Education. If you get accredited or certified by them, uh, you will not be able to access federal financial aid. Uh, so that's important homework for a list of uh, the approved agencies by the Federal Department of Education. You might visit our website, Education Consulting, go search the face for accreditation. There are four or five pages um, with um, additional information of what I'm, I'm sharing with you today as an intro. And um, the, choosing the accreditor is a very important process. Um, each accreditor has a very specific list of eligibility requirements for an institution to qualify. Um, uh, one of the pages we have on our website has a list of the most common accreditation eligibility requirements. And there we have listed 14. Um, and you can download that page uh, when you go to the website. So the basics are the institution is incorporated, the school in the United States, the main purpose is education, uh, the programs are career-oriented, uh, is licensed or approved to operate, as I was mentioning, by your state um, office, has been operating for at least two years, has enrollments in the programs to be accredited. So let's say your institution is approved uh, for 10 programs, and by the time they come to visit your school within the accreditation process, the on-site visit, uh, you only have current enrollments for five programs. That means that the only programs that are going to be included within the scope of initial accreditation are the five programs that have current students. So very important that you plan, you have a strategic plan before you start the accreditation process to make sure that you will have students in all the programs um, you know, that you have approved for, or do you plan on continuing to uh, offer? Not all programs will qualify for financial aid, only the programs that are usually 600 hours or more. But the institution needs to be, the, the, the accreditation, it's an, an institutional accreditation, the one you want to apply for. Uh, and that means the certification of accreditation will be given for the institution as a whole with all the programs within that umbrella. There is um, another form of accreditation that is called programmatic accreditation. And usually the programmatic accreditation is a requirement by a board. For example, uh, there are boards of uh, nursing that require that um, the programs be programmatic accredited. For example, in Florida, once a, stu a school opens, they need to be programmatically accredited within five years, the program of nursing. Uh, the um, surgical technology program requires that the, the program uh, has programmatic accreditation before the first group graduates. So you, many programs, many boards require that. So you need to have that into consideration for the programmatic within the institutional 
accreditation. Depending on the program, some institutionally accrediting agencies do both, the institutional and the programmatic at the same time. Some of them you will need to do the institutional, and once you obtain the institutional, then you will be able to apply to that specific programmatic. So uh, it's, it's a very detailed world. And it's very important that you learn all what you need to learn and understand regarding your specific scenario and the programs you want to offer. To put all those requirements within um, a timeline and to follow follow the order in that specific order that is going to allow you to go from step one to the last one, okay, um, successfully. If you don't put those um, steps in the right order, you might lose or you might get to have graduate students, for example, uh, on surgical technology without having achieved the accreditation or the programmatic, and then that will be an issue. So all of those regulators, they know that within what they're asking is achievable, uh, but you need to be careful that all those, uh, each one of the requirements you need to met, meet, you are managing all those uh, requirements simultaneously, knowing that the the, the timing for each step and milestone you are having will allow you to get when you need to be on time, okay? So you need to start with the end in mind, not only for financial aid, but compliance or any regulatory value that might apply to you. Uh, there are enrollments and there are graduates, depending on the accreditor you're applying to. Uh, some of them requires that you have graduates for the longest programs. Some of them requires that you have graduates from any of the programs. Okay, uh, the institution is financially stable. The educational institutions are required to present usually financial reviews annually. When you start accreditation, the requirements gonna be audited financials. Uh, and each accreditor has their own uh, measuring criteria for the ones they consider an institution being in, in compliance with the regulations or not regarding finance, the financials. So very important that you uh, take the time to understand what are the requirements uh, regarding financial stability for your specific accreditor. Uh, the institution meets program, institutional and program outcomes. So accreditors have benchmarks for uh, retention rate, placement rate, and licensing rate. Uh, retention rate means is the percentage of any given year, how many students graduated compared to how many students have dropped. Um, and uh, placement rate, uh, usually in a, in a very simplified version, it's about how many students have been placed on uh, training-related jobs from all the graduates. So it's the percentage of graduates for that year that are placed in jobs related to what they're studying. And then licensing rate 
is how many students that have taken the licensing requirement, not all programs require licensing, let's say nursing. So all the students that have, from all the students that have sat for the licensing exam, uh, the percentage that passed the exam the first time, or some states just that they passed the exam. So usually the, the, the rates are 60 or 70%. So 60% of retention, 70% of placement, and 70% of licensing. Some states, uh, some accreditors might require, may, may, the values might change, depending on the length of the program. So, and some of them, uh, you know, even if you comply with their requirement, if you are, let's say your local board of nursing has a higher rate or your state has a higher rate, that comes into play too, okay? Uh, the institution needs to demonstrate that has the capabilities to uh, operate. So the organizational chart is gonna show the personnel administrated in faculty, has not been denied accreditation on candidacy status. Uh, there are no reports of anyone uh, within the institution that has been uh, improper use of funding or issues with federal financial aid or any uh, legal issues as um, executives or institutions where they have been a director before. Uh, so that that's a very um, basic list of um, eligibility requirements for for a vocational and training school. Um, if you visit our website, uh, there are many dedicated pages to help you um, go through um, a plan, how to get started, you know, and it takes you step by step. We specialize in accreditation with ACCSE, ABHES, COWI, and TRACS, um, you know, uh, ACC, ABHES, and ABHES is mostly for allied health programs by ACCSE. It's for, uh, you know, has a very um, uh, general scope uh, from vocational schools to degree institutions for any uh, kind of occupation. So that's why we recommend institutions to pursue. Uh, COWI, and that we also provide accreditation services for. It's, um, it's, it's um, uh, for vocational schools um, that lead to programs that lead to occupations, and but they only accept institutions that offer um, certificates or diplomas or associate degrees. They don't accept institutions that uh, offer, um, you know, uh, bachelors or masters. And um, we are more than happy if you would like to um, set up, contact us for a complimentary consultation. We will be more than happy to, to do a, an appointment for free uh, with no commitments to, you know, uh, contracting our services just to help you think it through, see your school-specific scenario, where you are, and... Um, and answer your questions and tell you about uh, the accreditors 
that we have um, many years of experience working with and helping schools. Um, our website, as I say, has many different pages that we have prepared to help um, school owners. For those accreditors, you also have an eligibility assessment that you can download and guidelines from the policies and procedures to and um, you know documents the file should include. And um, hope this uh, short introduction to the accreditation of vocational schools and trade schools has um, provided you information to help you in this journey. Uh, there's a lot of work involved when starting accreditation. Uh, it's, it's a process that requires the institution to grow. Uh, we don't recommend uh, the institutions that hire someone to do the work for them um, because you won't learn and you won't be able to sustain your new institution. You're becoming institutions that go through accreditation are becoming a new institution. They are growing. Um, so you want to be a, from caterpillar to butterfly, right? So you got to go through the process uh, and incorporate all that you are required so you are becoming strong and with the understanding and your personnel gets trained along the way so you can sustain, achieve accreditation, sustain accreditation. And when you apply for financial aid, you know you're good to go. That's all for today and I'll see you on the next podcast.